SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Here's McKinnon. Spinning on Carlson. Across for Rantanen. Rantanen shoots! He scores! Well, they were celebrating in Colorado last night. There's no getting around that. And I'm not sure what the mood in Vegas is, to be perfectly honest with you. Vegas played a phenomenal hockey game last night. They were the better team, but the best team doesn't always win. That's the beauty of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The goaltender can steal a game. And, you know, Vegas hit a bunch of posts. So what? You know, I mean, that's part of the goalie's equipment. So, Colorado gets the win. Vegas is down 2-0 coming home. And a full arena is going to be there for them Friday night. So, they got a hold serve at home. And we move forward with the Stanley Cup playoffs. Then, you had the Montreal-Winnipeg game last night, which was pretty eye-popping. Good for the Canadians to get the win. They win a game seven. They carry the momentum in. It can be done, and they win the game. And then the big story is the Mark Shifley hit on Jake Evans. And I think we're going to have an interesting debate about this. I believe I'm in the very distinct minority on what that hit was and what the league should do. So we'll see. But we're starting out. Adam Burke's going to join us here in hour number one. And then when we get to our second hour, thrilled that Bruce Marshall, our good friend, is going to be back on the beam with us. And Rich Eng from the Daily Racing Forum is going to check in, and we will talk about the Belmont Stakes on Saturday. Tomorrow we'll be out at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito, Andy Isco, Bruce Marshall, Steve Carp. Locally, we'll have Ken Bolge from Vegas in studio for Vegas Hockey Hotline as we take you up to 4 Eastern when Scott Farrell takes over on the network. Now... Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, thankfully is here. Chris and I were worried about you. Like, yeah. well, I mean, I, honestly, like, no, no, I appreciate that. We were worried about you. I, like, I, you don't have to explain. I no, mean, I he he walked in the door. He looks frazzled. No, I was worried about you. So we're, we're good news, Chris. We found wow. him. Is it really good news? <laughs> or, or, I, just, I just texted him like, "Yo, you okay?" 
Yeah. We, we, I don't know if you noticed on the roads coming in, we had a Stevie alert on the on all the billboards on the highway because we were we were worried about you. So we'll get the lowdown. You, you don't have to explain on the air. Okay. It's good to see you. Now, you walked in, you don't know, and maybe you would be much more excited, and again, don't hate me, but Chris Bavona gets musical themes or whatever wrapped around our show that's great fun. We did the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band 54th anniversary. Chris and Stevie put their heads together. And today, Chris has got another theme that maybe resonates with Stevie more than me. And I and I know of this man. I know some of the songs. But go ahead, Chris. Have at it. Let everybody know what's going down. On this day in 1977, Bob Marley Exodus album came out. Well, Stevie's nodding a little bit. I, well, I know Bob Marley and, and, and his son. Great music. I don't know a lot about Bob Marley's history away from his music. Chris, before we went on the air, I wish you were here because he was berating me. I mean, he was berating me that I, you know, wasn't a Bob Marley aficionado. I'm more oh. surprised that it's the more it's not berating. I was just more like I'm, I'm surprised. You know, that was like kind of like your like your era of music. He was one of the, yeah. he was one of the main guys from like the the 70s, the 80s. You know, I, I would imagine that you guys would have but, at least had like a little bit more of an appreciation, maybe, and no. and maybe a little bit. Excuse me, more of a, a 101 knowledge of Bob Marley. No, I don't. I don't. Full disclosure, and but I mean. And I don't think it says anything about me. I, you know, got tastes across the board. Bob Marley, to me, is he's so big that he's almost a genre and a style of music. I mean, that's how big he is. But I don't know, honestly, that many of his songs. I know his songs because we, 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 okay. we played a few of them at the radio station I worked at back, back in the day. But I'm, I'm not a huge reggae Fan, well, so I didn't really follow him in his career. Are you going to take us to break with some of the dulcet tones here? You'll, you'll hear some uh, throughout the show. All right. We got a lot on the plate. All right. Mm-hmm. We got the big race on the weekend, but the, the basketball, what is, what is in the water for the home teams in the Clippers Dallas series? It's unbelievable. It, it, it is weird. It's beyond weird. Yeah. And then we got some great hockey games coming up tonight baseball and the lot. There's a lot on the docket. We're glad to be with you here on a Thursday, racing to the weekend on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, our dear beloved producer, Chris Bovona. Adam Burke's going to join us when we return to Las Vegas. He invites you to keep it right here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today.
You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, back with you. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. Chris Pavone is in New York. Adam Burke's about to join us. But real quick, and then we'll get, we'll get Adam's take on this. The Shifley hit on Jake Evans. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I'm going to let you go first. All right. So, there was, prior to, prior to the hit, uh... Winnipeg was down around the goal, and Shifley was one of the guys involved in trying to stuff a rebound home. Montreal didn't like that. One guy wraps Shifley around from behind with, with, with this arm-neck-lock kind of thing. He, Shifley gets out of that. Another guy jumps him from behind. Same deal. He's got him in an arm vice around his head and takes him to the ground. Shifley fights back. The referees decide Shifley's going to the box for two minutes and no Montreal guys. And Shifley is hot. And he's looking the rest of the game for someone to hit. And he found Evans. That's what happened. The oh, referees okay. the referees will not call penalties in the playoffs. Fine. And this oh, is yes, they will. No, they won't. Oh, oh no. Not the referees. They, they no. call the slashing they yeah. a stupid slashing right, that right. wasn't a slashing. Yeah. That so they can't get anything the Vegas right. Game. So they can't get anything they right. They missed the cross-checking they, penalty they, they against missed Vegas. The, they missed three penalties against Carlson last night, of all people. Well, Patrick but, Brown cross-checked the, the guy right true. in the face. Also missed so, so So anyway, so if you're not, not going to call penalties... And, and then Shifley gets hot. This is what you get. Now, Shifley should not have done that. I'm, I'm not excusing Shifley in any way, in any way for that. Okay, you get the setup. if the referees are not going to call uh, penalties, okay. this is what's going to happen. Okay. End of story. Okay, okay, fine. That's great. I admire you giving context to it. Thank you. But I asked you about the hit. Yes. What, what about the hit? I, I just said I don't excuse Shifley at all for that. He knew what he was doing. My point is, and I, I know I'll sound like a knuckle-dragging Neanderthal. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm not saying this. But they're taught, they give them five minutes for charging because of the length of distance traveled. Well, I got news for you. He was there. The puck went there. He had to travel that distance. And Evans is doing a wraparound to an empty net goal. It is a car accident when you see it. But if you slow it down, he hits him in the chest with what what do you know? He hit him in the head. Oh god. He hit him oh, in the head. I, I, then I have got no I got nothing for you. I have nothing he hit his head. He, hit, in the head. he hit his head on the ice. How many times do you have No, to... you're wrong. Right, the I'll... guy was out before he ever hit the ice. He was out before he ever hit the ice. Did you that... see his arms? His arms went completely limp. That, 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 he was that out doesn't mean he was hit in the head. Before he hit the ice. Doesn't mean he was in the head. The whiplash, whatever. I'm telling he you, was Steve. Hitting the head. Right, Steve, I will freeze it down. I will I, show no, you. No, I've picture. already seen the video. You obvious, obviously haven't seen the video. He was hitting the head. I watched it live. I watched the replay 37 I, times. So did I've I. seen a frozen still picture of the thing. He was hitting the head. It's hockey. <laughs> what is the guy supposed to do? Let him score? The, the puck was already in the net. Yeah. 
Steve, you can face up and hit him. If, if his head's down, you the can't puck, hit the him. The puck's there. already in the net. Right? Correct. Right. Yeah, in a millisecond, he's going thirty miles an hour. I mean, it's like it's like not even a tenth of a second. The puck's off his stick when Shifley hits him. That wasn't about preventing the goal. Shifley was not trying to prevent a goal there. He was trying to bury Evans, and he did. All right. Well, of all days for you not to be wearing your flowered shirt, you yeah. wallflower. It has nothing to do with that at all. Adam Burke. All right. Adam Burke. All right. Let's see. So obviously, we're in different camps. Let's see what Adam Berg thinks. Did you happen to see the hit? I have. I've seen the hit. All right. I'm a, I may be on an island here. I'm not alone. I know there are others that are saying the same thing I'm saying. The vast majority, he should be sent to jail. But anyway, what's your take on it? I mean, five-minute major for charging, game misconduct, two-game suspension. It was, to me, it was reckless. It was intent to do harm, for sure. And, I mean, the, the play had already been decided. The puck was going in the net. He was getting there late anyway. And, and you know, one of the other things, too, is when you kind of look at it from a narrative standpoint, a lot of people saying on Twitter, like, look, Mark Shifley never backchecks like that. And I think if you kind of look at it in that kind of context, too, playoffs versus regular season, whatever, the dude went 185 feet to hit Jake Evans. So, to me, I think it's at least two games, and I think that would be good, you know, for uh, – for what happened with the hit and, and also the aftermath of it. Thankfully, Evans is okay. That's the good news. That's the most important thing. I'm sitting here watching this thing loop after loop after loop. And as he is wrapping the puck around, Shifley hits him. I I, I don't understand the... And Shifley doesn't back check like this or that. He's try, He's coming up... It's a one-goal game in the final minute of the game, and the guy's got his head down doing a wraparound. Hockey hits are violent. To me, this is, this is the wide receiver that goes across the middle, and some safety comes up and absolutely destroys the guy. Shoulder down, perfect hit, the flag flies. What, because you hit him too hard? I, it's a contact sport. The the perfect so, hit part is the problem. I mean, principal point of contact yeah. was the head. Evans was if leaning he, forward to put the puck if, in the net, but Shifley has to pull up there. Why? Why does he have to pull up? Because He's trying to prevent a goal. He, he's not trying what to prevent a goal. Don't five foot charge. It's an illegal <laughs> hit. All right. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm all for if, if you if you uh, if you watch clean this about that hit. If you watch the replay, I'm watching it on a loop. All right, here. I want you to watch this. I've already seen it. No, no. I've already seen it. No, I want you to watch it. And when I want to tell you what I'm seeing, and tell me I'm not right. It's his loop loop after. First of all, right before he hits him, he's gliding. Right? Watch. He's gliding. Then when he hits him, he turns. He turns sideways. He turns sideways and hits him. He doesn't target his head. The guy had his head down. He just went right through him. It was a nasty, mean, violent hockey hit. But am I? Tell me, am I seeing this right? First of all, he's gliding. He's gliding there, and then he turned and hit him. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe, tell me, tell me, you didn't just see so, that. So maybe, he's, so maybe he's gliding so he can line him up, uh, and he turns sideways so he can hit his his head with his shoulder. No, Steve, if he was good, you'd, you'd look right at him and feed him an elbow. He turned. He did feed him. Did you not see the elbow come up? Well, I'm sorry. You and I are not watching the same video. Good lord, I, I, but really, you and I never see the same plays on these hits. Does he not turn sideways right before he hits him? It's does he not defenseless player? No, he has the puck. He's got the puck. The puck's already in the net. Oh, God, Steve. It's like a tenth of a second. The guy's going 30 miles an hour. Again, Shifley's intent there is not to prevent a goal. Shifley's intent there is to get retribution for the penalty that was called on him and no penalties called on Montreal. He was looking for guys after that, after he came out of the box. So the rest of the game. Oh, okay. So as as the guy's about to put a puck in the empty net, right, and the guy's coming down, you're Dr. Phil, and you know what he's thinking. He's trying to prevent a goal. No, he's not. Then I'm not Dr. Phil. <laughs> For crying out loud. The puck's already in the net. I, 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 this, I will say this. This is going to be really, really interesting to see what player safety does. because I bet Adam's right. Uh, he, he could get... He could get none. He could get the series. He's not, not going to get nothing. Oh, don't, uh, don't be so sure. Don't be sure. He's, he's got a hearing, and he pleads his case, and they look at it. I mean, they'll probably wallflower out, and, and get, he'll get a game. Okay, so now you're backing down. Well, I, mean, if, I, I if, if they said nothing, I'm good with it. You want to bet me they say nothing? No, they probably suspend him. I don't, I'm saying I don't agree with it. All right, that was fun. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Hey, Chris, our producer, Ryan. Chris Bravo, I just wanted to say perfect, perfect song choice. <laughs> I know. Steve, the veins are starting to recede from Stevie's forehead and neck. <laughs> I love going marlin fishing. Well done, Chris. <laughs> Let's get together, guys, and feel all right. Feel all right. One love, baby. <laughs> Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. Adam Burke, ATS.io, is our guest. All right. What should we do? NBA? Let's do NBA. Sure. Adam, what do you think of the road team winning every game in the Clippers-Dallas series? How do you wrap your head around that? Yeah, that one is pretty strange, especially because you you, know, you usually think about teams performing better offensively at home, where they've got the familiar sight lines, they've got the larger sample sizes, you know, all of that. 
I don't know. It's been a, a very interesting series, to say the least. And, and I didn't see that coming in Game 5 either. You know, I mean, Luka Doncic is obviously way less than 100%, but Kid had a monster game in a monster spot. And, you know, now the Mavericks have the chance to finish it out in six. Sixers move on, get the best of the Wizards. Hawks, sorry, Chris, take out the Knicks. Don't be. Hawks, what's that? I said, don't be. The, the Knicks were not good, man. They, 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 they showed their true colors in this uh, series, so it's okay. Chris called it yesterday. Yeah. I was one and one. I was wrong. I, I thought the Sixers game, the Embiid deal, I thought might have taken on a slightly more defensive posture, so I was wrong on that. Had the over in the um, Jazz-Grizzlies game. The Jazz, 126-110, Stevie. They look good. Denver-Portland, whoever comes out of that series, they look good. I mean, this is wide open. If the Lakers go bye-bye, this is interesting. I think the Lakers are going bye-bye, and I think it is wide open. There are a lot of good teams in the West, and, and pretty even, pretty evenly matched. They, they, they match up you know, pretty even against one another. How do you think this would resonate, Adam, if, let's say, the Suns, and I'm not putting the cart before the horse. There's hoops to be played here. But if the Suns take the Lakers out, then we're sitting there, I guess we're staring at the all-star team that's been compiled in Brooklyn. But how compelling are the NBA playoffs now where you're saying, hey, man, there's like a lot of teams in here with a kick at the can. Yeah, I think it's really nice, especially because, you know, things have been so top-heavy in the LeBron era, whether he's been in the Eastern Conference or in the Western Conference. So the fact that we got a lot of teams kind of in play here you know, it's pretty nice, and, and also some new blood. You know, a team like Phoenix being in there, a team like Utah, you know, being the number one seed, and then now looking poised to make a deep run with Donovan Mitchell back. You know, it's always good when you've got star players like Doncic that can come out and, you know, really put a Dallas team on his back and, and kind of lead them to a potential upset here in the first round. It, it's very wide open, and I think it should make for some long series, too, because you, know, you don't have that one dominant team. You've got the Jazz, who are very good on both ends of the floor, I still like them to come out of the West now that Mitchell's healthy. But you've got, you know, Portland with the star player and Damian Lillard. You've got Denver with Jokic and, and all the things that they're able to do. And Phoenix with Booker, you know. So I think it's really going to be more about which supporting cast you like the most because the stars are going to kind of cancel each other out for the most part. What do we make of the Anthony Davis situation? They say the doctors will decide. So I don't know if we're deeming this a true game-time decision. Or is this one of these nights... You know, LeBron says clear out, and you know LeBron goes for fifty. And can a guy beat a team? Yeah, you know, I I don't see it from LeBron. I mean, I saw it a lot, obviously. You know, here in Cleveland with him just doing whatever he had to do to win. I just don't know if he has that in him here, whether Davis plays or not. I mean, he's obviously still not healthy. You know, maybe Father Time kind of taking a little bit of a toll now that he's thirty six years old. You know, walking off with five minutes left in game five, can't really blame him for the frustration, but at the same time, not a good look. Maybe he's kind of just ready for this thing to to sort of be over here with a team that he figures can't win in the next round anyway. And also, I mean, look, the NBA regular season will probably start about on time for next year. So I can't imagine that LeBron wants to drag this thing too far out with, you know, a team that he feels like he can't really drag, uh, you know, all the way to the finals. I agree. That's why I think the what Lakers. What about tonight, are gone. though? I, I, Lakers I, I, laying two. 
See, I, I think Phoenix gets the job done. I, I, I agree with what Adam said. I, I, I don't think LeBron can take a game over anymore at his age and, and with his injury status right now. We, we don't know if Davis da- plays. If Davis does play, he's obviously not 100%. And I don't think the, the other players on the court for the Lakers are good enough to get it done. I do, you know, your Contavious Popes, who, by, by the way, also injured, uh, Caruso, Gasol, you know, those guys, are, there's not enough there to make up for what you're missing now in Davis and, and LeBron with their injuries and age. What would you do, Adam, with Denver and Portland? Lillard, unbelievable effort, punch to the gut. They're laying four and a half, totals 227 and a half. I, again, I, I defer a little bit here. Watching the post-game show the other night with Barkley and Draymond Green, Green specifically, who's the one that's in there up there doing it all the time, he said he thinks playing that hard a game at altitude, he thinks Portland really could have nothing left in the tank tonight. That will really bear close watching. Yeah, I think Denver is the side tonight, whether they cover or win the game outright. I think getting five with the Nuggets is a pretty good look here. I mean, I don't know what more Damian Lillard could possibly do in this series, but the supporting cast for him just really hasn't been very good. CJ McCollum has not really been you know, that right-hand man for Lillard so far in this series. Portland's made that adjustment to kind of get Lillard some more free space after the Nuggets made that adjustment early on in the series to put Aaron Gordon on him, but... You know, the guys that are around Denver, they're just kind of playing better team basketball overall here. You know, obviously Jokic is is a big man who can pass the ball around and do so very effectively. I don't know how much is left in the tank here for Portland. I think Denver is the side tonight, and maybe we need the points, maybe we don't. But I I do think that the Nuggets, you know, advance, whether it's tonight or in Game 7. Let's go to the Stanley Cup playoffs and get the boys' take here. Boston and the Islanders change of venue how are the Islanders plus a quarter in this game? What what am I missing here? Well, Boston's the better team. I mean, if you you know, man for man, when you look at it, and I think the public feels that way. And you know, even though uh, the Islanders are getting some scoring, um, I I don't know. I I'll, I'm going to have the Islanders for sure. But uh, I, I I mean, I, the funny I would take issue with the word. Boston has more uh, has a handful of high end players. I would take issue with the better team comment, and I, I'm not shooting holes at you. Yeah, no, no, I, no. I think the Islanders are like a well greased machine that a guy like Sazikas is a weapon down in the lower portion of the lineup. Yeah, so I, you're right. I, I should have explained. So I, I feel the same way that you do against the Islanders, especially with their coach. I, I love their coach. Um, I, th- I think the public looks at Boston yeah. and, and you know sees all the name players, and so so they're a public team, and the Islanders are not. And so I think that gets uh, Boston some juice at the sports books because they know. But you know what? I will say this: what I'm watching, Adam, I'm like thoroughly impressed. The Islanders, in first game I had over, okay, and I, the game won over, Montreal-Winnipeg. I'm telling you, this, stuff, this is like a broken record. I am no like, rocket scientist here. You know, probably eight out of ten times as far as I'm concerned, game one of a hockey series goes over the total. 
in Vegas, Colorado, Montreal, Winnipeg. Then they get to know each other. Then they get to hate each other. Then the team that loses plays it closer to the vest, like Vegas did last night, lower-scoring game. Uh, you know, insert the teams. It's the same thing. But I am impressed. An Islanders team that's hard-pressed, at least our belief, is to generate offense. They're going for it. They are playing a completely different style, a wide-open style, uh, and to generate offense, and it seems to be working for them. Well, the thing about betting lines in the NHL, and I know how you feel about analytics, so I'm not making this a discussion about that. No, but feel free. The betting market is shaped by the analytics crowd. It's shaped by the quant crowd, the guys that model, the guys that, you know, they put everything into their algorithm, into their spreadsheet, it spits out a price, they bet it accordingly. And Boston has taken money almost every game so far here in the playoffs because they're such an analytics darling. And yeah, it's a little bit imbalanced because their top line is really, really strong. It also has something to do with Tuka Rask. But that's how this line and why Boston lines do get bumped up is because they shine from an analytics standpoint. They look very, very good in a lot of those metrics. And in particular, in this series, they had such a big analytics advantage in game one that things looked pretty lopsided for the two games, even though the Islanders played a lot better in game two and actually were pretty competitive at five on five. So Barry Trotz made the adjustment but the numbers that are out there still kind of point towards Boston. So that's why this line's gone up. But now as you get closer to game time, you get kind of more of the handicapping crowd that starts looking at the game. And maybe we get some of that Islanders buyback before the puck drops tonight. All right. No, it's, it's, it's a good discussion. And, and I think there's a combo card. Much of what you said I, I can buy into. I think there's, there's a perception as well, in addition to the analytics, but sometimes I think the perception you know, can be flawed. The other games, Carolina, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's minus dollar fifty-five, having won both games on the road. They're back home. The total in the game is five and a half. When we come back, we'll dive into baseball. Adam Burke, his specialty. I got a question for Adam about something unique that's going on in baseball. See what he thinks. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Stevie Slapshot. I'm Brian Blessing, and our producer Chris Pavona. Back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Back with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, our guest today in the first hour. Our pal Adam Burke from ATS.io with our producer Chris Bavona. Hour number two. 
Bruce Marshall from the legendary publication The Gold Sheet will join us. And Rich Eng from a very important publication this weekend, The Daily Racing Forum, will join us and we'll talk about the Belmont Saturday, third leg of the Triple Crown. Tomorrow we'll be out at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito, Andy Esco, Bruce Marshall, and our pal Steve Karp will be swinging out there. We always have a great time Fridays out at Sunset Station in Henderson. All right, so I wanted to go to baseball, and Adam does the baseball betting guide. I want to do diligence. The exact name, Adam, is? Uh, the MLB betting guide. So you're okay. close. I was close. <laughs> I, no, I, I didn't want to not be factually correct. It's a great publication. You are knee-deep in baseball all over the place. Tomorrow, in our first hour, Mike Harrington from the Buffalo News is going to join us. A couple of things. Buffalo won the NHL draft lottery last night. They'll have the first overall selection. we got the Jack Eichel thing going on. And the Toronto Blue Jays are playing baseball in Buffalo. They have a home again. They're playing at Salem Field. It's a beautiful ballpark that was built... I don't know how many years ago, my goodness, I don't know. But it was built on the premise that it, Buffalo was in the hunt to get the Expos. They, they ended up going to the Nationals, and they were going to put another upper deck on top. It's basically a major league field with the renovations, what they've done there for the Blue Jays, uh, the new lighting, new field. I mean, they, they made it a major league stadium. But they played a bunch of games there last year. Adam is the smart guy. He's got the exact numbers. Going to break. I did give Adam a heads up, said, hey, look this up for me. It's a perception that the Blue Jays, who are a team that can hit the cover off the ball anyway, but playing in Buffalo, I'd be looking for these guys to go over the total a lot. The first game they played against Miami went under. The second game went over. But you have the numbers from the handful of games they played last year, Adam, in terms of the total for the Blue Jays playing in Buffalo, quote-unquote, a Triple A stadium. Yeah, last year the over 16 and 12 uh, in the games in Buffalo that the Blue Jays played there. I will say the Blue Jays hit 1.6 home runs per game. So they did, you know, hit the cover off the ball. They were very good offensively in that stadium. The opposition, about 0.8 home runs per game. Uh, but, you know, Toronto didn't have as good of a pitching staff, as good of a bullpen as they have this year. One of the reasons why the over was only 16 and 12, though, is because we saw a lot of double digit totals in this ballpark. We saw an adjustment made very, very quickly from the odds makers where they were putting games at 10 and a half, 11, even some 11 and a halfs there because it is a smaller stadium than what we typically see with MLB dimensions. So the sports books were pretty much on top of it. Even though there was a lot of offense there, uh, still, you know, they made their adjustments pretty quickly and, and wound up kind of balancing things out as well as they could with the over and the under. And maybe it's not as many as I think, but every now and again, Double headers are a thing of the past. Like last year was kind of a goofball year, but we've seen, even in the early stages of this year, these seven inning games popping up. So I, I wonder how many of those games that were played there last year may have been games of that ilk. But, you know, when you're analyzing these things, you know, the last year, last year in its entirety, and where we are now, you know, winding down a pandemic. Have numbers been skewed at all in your estimation based on the last, let's call it, 14 months? Uh, real quick, there were four seven-inning games last year, so they were two and two to the over, uh, two and two over/under uh, there in Buffalo. You know, the one thing I have noticed here is that 
you know, when you kind of look at these teams that are traveling a long way for the first time, you know, that's something that's kind of intriguing to me. Teams that are crossing two or three time zones for the first or second time, something like that. Because last year, it was all regional. You know, it was all division. You played within your division for 40 games, and then you played the opposite division in the other league for 20 games. So you wound up with a lot of limited travel. Now we've got teams that are crossing, you know, flying from New York to Arizona, flying from Chicago to San Diego or San Francisco, something like that. So that's an angle that I've kind of tried to take a look at. I don't know if it's really had too much of an impact as of yet, but one thing I have kind of picked up on is the first game is largely okay. You know, you kind of get there the night before, you get to kind of chill and relax and all that, but then you wind up playing later than normal, and the second game winds up being difficult. So... I try to look for that more in the NHL, NBA, stuff like that than I do Major League Baseball. But I am kind of looking at more of those situational elements this year just because teams are actually making long travel for the first time since 2019. What of a day like today? The Braves are up 5-0, top 8 at home to Washington. Tampa Bay's up 5-1 on the Yankees in the bottom of the 5th. And the Red Sox are up 3-0 on Houston in the top of the 2nd. Thursday, in many instances, known as travel day, get out day, and you know sometimes those early games, the umpire's pretty pretty wide strike zone because everybody's running to catch a plane. Anything on, on the Thursday travel day early on? No, not really early on. I mean, you know, one thing that you can kind of run into here at this point in time, unlike the month of April where they build in a lot of bad weather off days and stuff like that, there are a lot of teams that, you know, throughout the month of May will have played 24 games in 25 days, 29 games in 31 days, something like that. So you can run into some of those situations if you're kind of looking at a team that, you know, maybe plays a Wednesday get-out game and then they're off on Thursday. Or, you know, a team that plays Sunday and then they're off on Monday. Like, for example, and this is something I'll have to try to dig into a little bit, there are only three games on the schedule for Monday. So, first of all, I'm very happy about that. It's a quasi-day off from baseball. But kind of looking at teams that play on Sunday, that are off on Monday, that maybe haven't had an off day in a while. Maybe they kind of look ahead to that day off, something like that. So I don't really have anything in terms of getaway day games, over, under, or anything like that. I think sometimes those things are kind of built into the line a little bit. Maybe bump the line, you know, five, ten cents of juice, or bump it down a half a run, something like that. But yeah, I mean, those are definitely considerations to keep in mind. The Cubs are hot, uh, Adam. What, what's, and I've, I've noticed Baez is really squaring up the ball here lately, but uh, other than him, what are the Cubs doing right that they're playing so well here recently? I'll tell you what, Stevie. I could write a very long-form article on the Chicago Cubs this year because when you looked at them coming into the season, three of their key hitters were impending free agents in Baez, Rizzo, and Bryant. And it's been proven through study statistically that guys that are impending free agents absolutely do play better than their career baselines. So with the Cubs, you certainly felt like that was a possibility. And a guy like Bryant is kind of back to being his normal self. Now that Rizzo's back from missing a few days, he seems to be back in the swing of things, and same thing for Baez. The thing about the Cubs, though, is that their bullpen has one of the highest left-on-base percentages in baseball. So they're kind of overachieving a little bit. They're playing better than their true talent level, because they're just getting very fortunate to strand runners. They're not giving up those back-breaking hits, those hits in high-leverage situations, all of that. Also, too, the Cubs have been very good at home. They're 21-10 and 10 at home this year, and they're 11-13 and 13 on the road. 
So I don't know if it's teams traveling to Chicago, like how they just swept San Diego. They also swept the Dodgers at home uh, earlier on in the year. I don't know if it's just things being kind of weird, kind of quirky in Chicago or what, but it feels like a lot of things have just kind of fallen into place for them this season. And I am sort of actively looking to bet against them. And I did take the Giants tonight uh, with that long trip for the Cubs. Any play on teams, fade teams, uh, when streaks arise, Adam? How do you approach the streaks? Yeah, streaks are kind of tough. You like to try to get out in front of them if you can because if a team gets on one, all of a sudden you start paying some some pretty significant prices on them. Uh, a few teams, I think they're kind of overachieving a little bit here, the Cubs being one of them. Uh, I thought Boston as well, although I did play Boston today. Uh, another team that's overachieving quite a bit here, and they're a bad team, is the Seattle Mariners. They are very fortunate to be around 500 right now. They're second in weighted on base average with runners in scoring position. They're fourth in batting average. They're not a good offense at all. They're just getting hits at the times when it matters the most. So they've been able to kind of outperform a lot of their other offensive statistics. So Seattle's a team I'm looking to play against here. Cleveland also a team I'm looking to play against, much to my chagrin. They're overachieving in a big way right now. Uh, you know, they're just not a good offensive team. They have a good record. They're kind of a paper tiger. A lot of the alternate standings metrics don't really like them a whole lot. So they're a team I'm looking to play against. And, you know, just looking at some of the line movements that are out there in the marketplace, there's a 25 to 30 cent line move against Cincinnati every day they play on the road because they're the best, they're the second best home offense in baseball. And they're like 21st or 22nd on the road. Every day they're on the road, money comes in against them. It's a similar thing for the Blue Jays. When they're on the road, money comes in against them. So you can kind of pick up on some of these things out there in the betting markets and try to get in front of some of these lines before they move and, and really take off. All right, Adam Burks, our guest. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Stevie, you know what back-to-back days of 107-degree weather will do? It'll wilt you. Yeah, it will, but it'll also warm up the pool because I gave it the old college try on the weekend – and something came to mind. A certain guy named George Costanza. I was in the pool! I was in the pool! Yeah, I, I'm telling you, my pool went from Igloo City to at about 2.30 this afternoon when I go home, it is right in. It's, you know. So so when you go in at 2.30 this afternoon, there will not be shrinkage? Not this afternoon, no. Okay. No, we'll, we'll we'll hang in there. <laughs> we'll hang in there. I'm, I can't. The pool's back in play. There will be, it's amazing how fast it warms up, though. I mean, it was literally frigid. There may be turtling in hockey tonight, but not in the pool. No, nah, nah, okay. no, not in my backyard. I don't know. Is it swimming weather yet in Cleveland? Uh, if you want to swim in the puddles that are outside, yeah, sure, absolutely. Much like the uh, weather delay down at the Memorial right now. Oh, don't tell me that. I'm recording it. Oh, well. Oh, there's a weather delay at the memorial right now. Well, good. I'm not missing anything. Um, right. I did see what, in the Nick, pool. Nick, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's going to be, I can't wait to watch the memorial. What a weekend for golf, by the way. You've got the memorial. You've got the U.S. Women's Open, which I'm going to watch. They're playing at the Olympic Club. Oh, that'll be good fun on the weekend. And the European Tour, because Europe's still dealing with some stuff. Half of the field couldn't get to Germany for the European Tour event because you have to quarantine for X amount of time. And they basically turned the European Tour event, moved it back two days, made it a 54-hole event 
So actually, they're playing uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday uh, the, over in, I believe it's in Germany. So I'll be watching some golf this weekend. Adam, tell them about all the good stuff you got at ATS.io. Yeah, a lot of good stuff going on over there at the website, ATS.io. I did my MLB betting podcast, The Betters Box, today. Talked about a lot of those overachieving and underachieving teams. Uh, some pick stuff for tonight and also a preview of the weekend ahead as well. And uh, good luck to you with your Belmont Stakes selections. I'm sure you'll have a big card for that one. Yeah, though, looking forward to it. I, I really believe it's wide open. You can make a case for six of the eight, and we'll do a f- big final preview on that tomorrow, second hour. Rich Eng will be checking in as well from the Daily Racing Forum on Thursdays. We always appreciate your time, Adam. I hope you have a great weekend, pal. Absolutely, guys. Take care. All right, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're going to put Stevie to work. He's completely calmed down now and focused for the injury report that he does yeoman's work on. And that will wrap up the first hour of Vegas Sportsbook Radio when we return on the Sports Grid Radio Network in Sirius 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Time to check out the Daily Mash Unit. It's the Injury Report. It's brought to you by Uzu CBD Plus. Y-U-Z-U, CBDplus.com. Manage joint pain the all-natural way with the lotions, the gummies, the delicious chocolates. The stuff flat out works. And you can save a couple of bucks, 10% off. Use the promo code BLESSING on your first order. Free shipping on orders of $100 or more at UzuCBDplus.com. So in the NBA, Brian, last night, uh, Mike Conley left the game with a hamstring injury for the Jazz, so he'll be questionable for the next game. Right here. Not here or here so much, but right here. Right here. (laughs) And then tonight, Anthony Davis still dealing with that groin. Um, He's hoping to play. He needs to get medical clearance, actually. Oh, God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. Uh, sounds like he's not playing. That that's the doctors <laughs> fighting over the decision. Uh, so so game time decision on Anthony Davis tonight, and then uh, Chris Paul with the shoulder uh, says that he will go, but he's not going to be 100. percent He hasn't been 100 percent since the injury. Oh, he was in agony. Put me to sleep. In uh, in game one, uh, Will Barton, by the way, with the hamstring ruled out tonight. Um, I've got to rest before I fall apart. Washington. My joints are almost frozen. But we knew that about Barton. And then obviously the Jake Evans. They said he was in the hospital. Or I'm sorry. He was in the Montreal hotel. Okay. And he was okay. He said he was shaken up, but okay. So thankfully that's 
good news on that front. He's going to miss at least a couple of games. It's going to take a, a couple of days to recover from that, one would imagine. That was that was a hit, man. That was a nasty hit. And, and we'll see what NHL player safety has to say about it. We'll see what Bruce Marshall has to say about all things sports in the next segment. Rich Eng from the Daily Racing Forum joins us to talk about the Belmont. So our work is not done. We'll take you up to 4 Eastern when Scott Farrell joins you on the network. In the meantime, we're taking a very short break, and then we're coming back to Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. Every morning I break my legs, and every afternoon I break my arms. 